Welcome to Mahogany and Willow. Hi, Jeanette. Hi, Tiffany. How are you? I'm doing really well. How are you? Good. Good. I have a, a question for you. Yes. And this is going to be interesting to see what comes of this little conversation between you and I. What do you define perspective as? Well, it's interesting because when we were talking about this, um, my first reaction was, I believe that perspectives are as individual as fingerprints, you know? So it was it was kind of interesting to think about, you know, the concept is we are always told we need to see things from others' perspectives. And and I was trying to figure out if that's even a possibility. Mm-hmm. And and so while I was doing that, I was I was kind of um researching a few things and and I did come across something that was very similar to a definition, which is perspective is the way individuals see the world. It comes from their personal point of view and is shaped by life experiences, values, current state of mind, their assumptions, and a whole lot of other things. <laughs> and I thought it was fascinating because it really went down, I mean, it kind of um it kind of reiterated what I was thinking about it as in it's such an individual perspective yeah. um, or, or an individual thing that perspective is. And uh, yeah, because then you think, can we see from another's point of view? I really yeah. want us to know that. Right. I really want to know. It, it is fascinating because I, I kind of pride myself on trying, and I'll say trying, <laughs> capital T, to, to put myself in people's shoes and to see the other side and to listen to the other side. You know, if you're having an argument with somebody and each of you has your has your own perspective, you're, I mean, this is what I saw. Well, this is what I saw. Well, this is what I heard. Well, that's what I heard. And this is what I feel. Well, that's what I felt. So to be able to put yourself in somebody else's shoes or from their vantage point, which to me also is perspective, it really helps in relationships. It's True. very easy to just use your emotions, your high emotional state at the time in the middle of something to just say, that's it, that's gospel. What I saw is what I saw without any deviation. When in reality, there's always another perspective. And it could be anything from uh, an argument with your spouse to witnessing a crime, to witnessing something that each person has their own take on something. I think perspective helps us to better our relationships with others and being able to interact communicate back and forth, reiterate points, see the other side is really key to me. Definitely. Definitely. I know that um, we can only really actively consider another person's point of view if we can suspend judgment. Right. And I think that that probably is the pitfall in most cases in seeing another's perspective is uh, we know ourselves so well, how do we put ourselves or, or try to consider something from another's perspective when my thoughts, my feelings are so automatic for me right. that that's going to be what I experience first? Right. You know, of course. Yeah. But that could be like a knee jerk reaction, mm-hmm. you know, which is um, something that I think we're all guilty of to a point just because it's such a high passionate kind of a thing. And then, you know, we have a default and that default is very hard to just kind of stop and go, okay, wait, there might be another side to this, another perspective. But, you know, being able to see things from other people's perspectives um, helps with our feelings. It helps with 
other viewpoints. It helps you to, um, you know, maybe see another person's beliefs and other person's experiences, which in that definition you gave was laying out that a lot of, you know, our perspective has to do with our own personal experiences. And we react off of that, you know, for an example, you take a person and you ask them, you know, are you a, a, a glass half full or a glass half empty kind of person? We're staring at the same glass, but this guy over here will say, well, it's, it's half full. And the other person who has a different, you know, way of thinking, maybe they're a little more on the negative side of life. They'll say, hey, that's, that's half empty. So it's, it's funny what, um, how different we can be when we're looking at the exact same thing. Right. It's pretty fascinating if you get down to it. Definitely. Um, I've read that they will ask people, what do you see when you look at this? And it will kind of give you an idea if they're positive or a, a pessimist. Right. I think I'm more positive. What are you? <laughs> I don't know. That one's a little bit confusing for me. Because if you're literal, which you're not negative or you're not super mis- positive, but you're a literal thinker, you're going to say, what would you say? It's half empty. Right. So interesting. Mm-hmm. So in my research of going a little deeper with perspective, I I did find some really interesting stuff, but I know you went deeper so what did you find, Jeanette, that um, was really fascinating to you in regards to uh, what happens in the brain when we are eff- effectively trying to put ourselves in other people's shoes or seeing other people's perspectives? Um, intentionally looking at things from another's perspective or what is sometimes termed perspective taking actually involves the activation of an entire network of brain regions, including areas that are responsible for things like working memory, social cognition, and mental imagery, which is just to describe a few. There were, there were many more than that actually. And, um, that shows me that practicing, intentionally putting yourself into a space where you're attempting to see from another's perspective is actually like uh, a brain exercise. It's actually a way to activate those regions of our brain because our, our immediate reactions to things being from my perspective, you know, everything is from my perspective. Um, Those brain pathways are already very formed are already, you know, deep. We've got those covered. Um, Anytime you attempt to see something from another's perspective, you're actually exercising parts of the brain that we don't always, we're not always activating. And so it actually expands um, our ability to think about those things. Yeah. That's interesting that there's all kinds of stuff that goes on. Yes. It it seems like such a social thing, you know, seeing things from another's perspective seems like such a social thing when in reality can actually be really, really good for us. And it can be a skill that not only exercises the brain, but as we often see, you know, a lot of times we're attempting to see things from another's perspective because maybe there's a conflict or maybe there's a problem that needs to be solved or, you know, we're, we're doing it for these other reasons also. So we, we get the brain expansion, we get the brain exercise and we're solving problems and we're um, minimizing conflicts at right. the same time. Right. That's fascinating. So in that deep dive that you did, what, um, as far as, I mean, is there like a release of dopamine, you know, how our brain reacts to all these things that we like, we're learning all the time. And then something that feels good, because when I think of, of putting myself in somebody else's shoes, being in, in, um, looking at their perspective, 
what I think is I, I, I kind of practice empathy at the same time, because if you don't have the ability to have empathy, then I don't know if you'd be so good at trying to put yourself in other people's shoes and, and look at things from their perspective, because it would be all about me, my, my emotions, my knee jerk reaction, my assumptions, everything that's, you know, that I immediately go back to, such as you said, once we're wired a certain way, everything kind of tends to be more about how we think and how we feel about something. But if you're able to to look at something from somebody else's perspective, whether it's a, a fight, it's a, a problem solving, like you mentioned, anything like that. And I would think that empathy would be um, kind of the leading factor with that. What do you think? I'm I'm not sure about that because there's, there's a part of me that thinks with empathy, we might actually... Um, we might actually handicap our ability to see from another's perspective. There almost has to be a, a more logical, analytical aspect to it because it's, um, that's my, just my thinking. Because it's a cognition, it's, it's something that has more to do with mental cognition I'm not sure that the emotional aspect would play a better role, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't know as far as it, it, it giving a dopamine hit or anything per se, but I do feel the intentionally seeing from another's perspective, intentionally putting yourself in that space almost feels like it would stop our habitual way of thinking, and it would almost take us to another neural pathway, another part of a brain or another aspect. And when we thought about the other perspective, it would just strengthen or expand I really feel it's more of the cognition, mm-hmm. you know, just the, but I don't know. Did I stump you? Well, no, my brain's <laughs> stumping me. Thank you. <laughs> I, because there's, there's, an, there's a level of understanding that would come from it. Yeah, but for some reason, I keep thinking that the empathy is going to actually harm our capability. Because if we're being empathic, you would have to care about that other person's feelings to try to put yourself in their shoes from, or put yourself in their perspective, what they see, what they feel, what's going on. And to me, empathy has everything to do with that. Because if I didn't care or was not empathetic to other people's feelings, I would imagine that I wouldn't really care to put myself in their shoes and look at their vantage point perspective, um, you know, try to uh, communicate through whatever issue might be there. Well, one of the exercises that um, they actually use a lot, though, which is interesting to think about, is um, to intentionally watch a television show or a movie and picture yourself as the character and um, to, to kind of predict activity and, and not only watch what plays out on the screen, but ask yourself questions like, how do I think that made them feel? Mm-hmm. And, and in, in that perspective, there's no caring necessary. It is more a mental activity. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense too. 
Yeah. I mean, obviously in personal life, you would probably do it more with people you cared about. Of course. I just feel the empathy part, because say I was doing that with my child, I have a, not only do I have my perspective, but I also have a perception and already preconceived notion of who my child is. Right. And and in a way, I think that could actually harm me being able to have a, a knowledgeable ability to put myself in their perspective. Do you see, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it kind of feels like it might be a little bit of an inhibitor. And, and I could also see how in maybe a workplace, maybe it's someone you don't even know, but maybe your job and their job kind of um, function around each other as, you know, part of a whole, a part of a whole goal, right. these tasks, maybe you have tasks that flow around someone that you don't even really know. Mm-hmm. But again, being able to put yourself in their perspective as you're problem solving something would still be a valuable tool that you could use in a work environment that you really, I mean, besides just caring about people, exactly. which, which there's that. Which, yes, exactly. Yeah, it has to be, yeah. it has to be that you care. And, right. and to me, when I say that I care, even if I don't know these people, right. I have empathy for their situation or or um, their feelings, their thoughts, and 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 I think I'm just wired that way. Right. You know, I always have been. I I tend to overthink about what somebody may or may not be feeling, and 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 sometimes that's kind of a pain in the butt. But at the same time, it it makes it easier to put myself in their shoes and try to feel what they're feeling, and that's their vantage, that's their perspective, that's you know that's. Um, that's a good thing, but uh, if you don't have empathy, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's possible to to always put yourself in somebody else's shoes because you may not have the need to because you're not wired that way. You're right. like, you know, I don't really care what that right. guy's feeling or I don't care what he's thinking. And I heard what I heard and he, he meant what he meant. It's like, it's, it's not always that way. Yeah. It's definitely not automatic. You right. have to, you have to make a concentrated effort yeah. to activate that ability to suspend who you are right. long enough to jump ship Right. And put yourself, yeah, it's it's a very intentional process. It's yeah. not something that you're going to blip in and out of right. a, at all. I mean, nobody would do, yeah, yeah. nobody wired, would do that. You're wired for it or um, you're not. Right, <laughs> right, But I, I like, so that, that, um, that bit that you said about somebody doing some sort of a, I don't know, a survey or whatever, and people watching a show and trying to figure out, you know, um, how that person felt in that particular scene. Was that part of the studies and information that you just it, It's just up? one of the exercises that people do when, I mean, even if you're, even if you're trying to become more compassionate or, yeah. or you're trying to, again, exercise a, a skill that we don't, it, it's just not an automatic skill, right. per, per, you know, seeing things from another's perspective. So it's just one of the, uh, like an exercise that people can do that will help them be able to get into that space 
not necessarily more often, but be in that space a little more fully. It is a, a, like a muscle that has to be exercised. Sure. I could see how that would be. Right. And I think, I think honestly that we should be taught something like that or shown something like that as we develop through life and through schooling and stuff and, and really focus on trying to, you know, uh, raise good human beings that can be empathetic and then have the ability to, to put themselves in other people's shoes and realize, you know, Hey, that, that little girl over there may have a, a pretty tough life and, you know, you don't want to do this or that. We want to think about them. Let's be more thoughtful, more loving, more kind. Cause not everybody has the same situation at home than you, you know, uh, it's things like that, that I think is important to help teach our kids that there's, um, somebody, the person next to you, you don't know their story. You don't know what they've been through. You don't know anything about them. And sometimes it's good to, to just, you know, put yourself in somebody else's shoes and realize, Hey, not everybody is the same and not everybody has the same things and same chances, same opportunities and things. And, and um, I think it's important for sure. Definitely. I think we need more of that in this world. Well, <laughs> speaking of that, there's a, there's a three-step process that I was reading about that I, that I thought was really interesting. And there's, there's a couple of reasons that I find it super interesting. I'll just go over it just very quickly with you and then kind of we can talk about it okay. a little bit. But the three-step process is in step one, you think about a conflict you're having and you ask yourself questions like, what, what is it about? Who is it with? How do you feel about it? How do you want to resolve it? And you take a few minutes and you write down your answers. And this helps you process your thoughts and your emotions about the conflict. So, mm-hmm. so that, that for one gives you that, that basis, that foundation yeah. of where you're, where you're coming from, because obviously your perspective is going to be very automatic. Right. And step two, you think about the conflict from the other person's perspective and ask yourself questions like, how do you think they see the conflict? How do you think they feel about it? What were their intentions, which is really interesting mm. because that one sounds like it would be, it could be a, a real challenge to sure. figure out. And then you write those answers down as well. In step three, you return to step one and you ask and answer your questions again from your perspective, um, the same questions from the first step. And you Figure out if your feelings changed. Did your feelings change about Mm. it? Did your answers change? And the fascinating thing is, is only if we can suspend judgment, will we find that the answers changed. So if you're at step three and you're thinking, no, I kind of still feel the same way about it, then you haven't fully put yourself in the other person's perspective in step two Mm. to where there's a more full understanding of maybe both sides of the story. Right. And, and I I think that that is, is, uh, is a way to, again, teach oneself. It's not taught in school, obviously, but, (laughs) but to teach oneself how to go about even getting ourselves into that space. Right. But I thought it was really interesting because there were a few of them that I was playing with while I was doing that. Just, just, you know, a couple of little light things, just looking at, and your perspective does not change very easily. Really? No, I, I mean, mine didn't. I thought it was really interesting. I had to really kind of 
kind of dig into it to see if I could think something about the other person enough that would actually change the answers. Mm. It was interesting. I'll have to to do that. (laughs) It is interesting. I do like what you brought as far as the research that you brought and then your take on it because it's, it's one of those conversations. Again, it's from, that's why they call it perspective because it's, yeah. you know, to each his own, right? I mean, my perspective yeah, and yours. Exactly. <laughs> I know. And it's, it's just a really interesting word. And when I was thinking about this word, I, I kept thinking to my, to myself that, God, this is a really interesting thing to think about once you kind of scratch the surface and dive beneath the surface thinking really what it is right. and how it affects us all differently and how we all have different levels of the ability to to put ourselves in somebody else's shoes, see things from their perspective. Um, but just the idea of being able to do that, if we all could do it a little more and take a moment before you react, take a moment before you do what you normally do in a situation and look at something from somebody else's perspective or listen to their perspective if you're in a in an argument or some sort of conflict or um, you know, just trying to learn something new. I mean, sometimes we have got to take a moment and listen to the other side and that will build bridges and that's good for relationships. It's good for your health. I mean, everything about it is, is, is good. And that's kind of our mission is to, to dive a little deeper beneath the surface of some things that people just take for granted on a daily basis and think, oh my gosh, well, that, that is, that is interesting. It's really fascinating. And it's actually healthy when we, you know, build these little bridges and, and extend yourself out a little more and learn a little more about people. And you mentioned curiosity. And I love that, that curiosity is at the foundation of so many things yes. that, that, you know, we are operating from. And if it wasn't about us being curious about how that person feels, then we wouldn't seek out their perspective. So it's really interesting. And um, I, I appreciate you bring in all that info. Is there any more amazing, enlightening things? Because you always go way deeper and I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's all I brought. Okay. I love it. (laughs) It's all my ammo. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's interesting. So um, anyway, thank you for joining us for another episode of Mahogany and Willow. Because there's always something important to talk about. 